Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring. Boring, boring. Hey, one thing the game needs is more people like you. You, you. Still have grown men run around tight pants. It's Mookie Betts. This is Daniel Bard. It's Steve Aoki. Here's Saul Tlamachia. This is Brock Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball is baseball. Baseball isn't boring. Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Perfect game had a few prospects who are alumni. So Kurtz, Weatherholt, Travis Bazana, Mike Sirota, Vance Honeycutt. Where do you kind of see them falling in the draft as of right now? I mean, I think you you named guys that if, if they fell out of the first round right now, I'd, I'd be absolutely shocked. Um, they were always good. Um, a lot of guys just need to go to college. One, uh, you know, they're, they're not on necessarily the platform and in front of a lot of scouts um, during their senior year. But two, a lot of them just need to go get stronger, you know, and that's and that's one of the big things now, especially with um, the MLB taking away a lot of the complex leagues. 
there's not as many opportunities for kids to kind of repeat leagues, get stronger, and, and then finish their pro career. So I think we're going to see a trend with guys that you just made, uh, excuse me, you just named, um, getting to college and being guys that kind of fly through the minors because those names you just mentioned are, are certainly polished and ready to go. Mm-hmm. So what for the overall consensus is that there's a a very well-known top 10 in the draft and not a lot of dispute going on there, but no consensus overall number one pick. So what do each of those guys that we just kind of hit on need to do to improve their draft stock? Yeah, I think the big thing with, uh, you know, like a, a Weatherholt and Bazana is like how many top 10 second basemans do you have? Uh, it's, it's very few, uh, a, a little bit more in recent years because um, teams are evaluating the bats so much um, with, shift restrictions and things like that they they kind of leaned off uh that that range of defender um now that there are restrictions back we'll, we'll see how that goes as far as them going number one um kurtz i think is a super safe pick um left-handed bat uh run producer has has played against top competition uh we will see how he does without brock wilkin hitting behind him this year uh that'll be an interesting follow um and for me actually vance honeycutt is like the sleeper to 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 do it all if he stays healthy he's so explosive he's put up numbers i think the bigger thing he did last year was cut down on his strikeouts um and and up his walks if he does that again and then that power from the freshman year where it was kind of free swinging comes back you could see him easily making a jump to number one. And I, I think two more names um, maybe to throw in there are uh, three more names really are Braden Montgomery, a two-way guy out of AM. If he, if he hits the SEC, like he did the PAC 12 last year, um, he's going to, he's going to have a lot of fans. Um, Chase Burns has been incredible in the preseason. It looks like all that talent has kind of come together. Um, they don't shy away from taking college righties. Number one, uh, obviously not high school righties. Um, and, uh, you know, the, the other one that I really like and just, uh, you know, uh, kind of the special, uh, you know, unicorn in the class is Jack Cagliannone. Um, He's thrown more strikes this spring. I like the bat, 30 home runs in the SEC, but he's another one to look at that if you, if you really see that two-way type of player and you think he can do both, you're getting two picks for one. And why not number one for a guy that's already done in the SEC? Yeah, speaking of Caglione, he is one of the only two-way players that college baseball fans know about. Who are some other ones that people should kind of keep an eye out for? Um, We just mentioned um, Braden Montgomery. Mm -hmm. Uh, He's upper 90s on the mound, uh, more, you know, in in a relief role, obviously. The the bat's really the calling card, but uh, it's, it's serious, serious arm talent. Um, when it comes to uh, when it comes to Montgomery and and he, who knows maybe maybe he figures it out and he's he's that guy they give it the, an opportunity to at least in the minor leagues. But um, as far as two way guys in college, he's incredible. And the other guy was um, actually had a surgery his freshman year, so he has one year of college experience. Um, his name's Carson Benj. He's uh, Oregon State, uh, excuse me, Oklahoma State. Um, the bat I think is ahead, uh, but it's still mid nineties you know, mid nineties heat with a slider and a changeup. So those three guys I think could all be picked in the first round. And I think it's going to be really interesting to follow Montgomery and Benz to see if um, they are drafted as a, as a position and a uh, pitcher. Um, I think Jack's pretty safe. They're going to give him a chance to do both. What does it take to play as a two way player in the MLB? You have to be so good. <laughs> I'm about to say it's pretty rare. And it, it, it's it's like Shohei's so special. He makes it he makes it look so so easy. Um, it's not. Uh, all these other guys are are focusing on one craft. You know whether you know whether that's defense and hitting whatever. But they're not having to do their bullpens, their post game work, their start to start work, all those different things. 
Um, it, it really, I, I think we're going to see more of it just with roster restrictions and things like that. But, um, and how many guys are just throwing hard now, right? Um, but to, but to do it at that level, the big leagues are hard. Let's just call it what it is. You know, it's it's not easy to just pitch in the big leagues. It's not easy to just hit in the big leagues. Asking guys to do do both, you have to be special. I mean, that's there's no secret sauce there. Yeah, I think everyone kind of looks at Shohei. It is he makes it look so easy, like you said, and everyone it just it looks so seamless from him. But obviously, perfect game developed over fourteen thousand guys who've been selected in the MLB. What like do you have any stories or any anecdotes about some of those guys that we've hit on? Um, yeah, I, I've I've been lucky enough to to coach um, a handful before I before I took a job with Perfect Game. I was kind of on the travel ball in high school, um, mm-hmm. side and um, took a team to Jupiter um, in 2010, which is the kind of the granddaddy of all the amateur events. Uh, it's golf carts everywhere. Um, teams send up to 10 scouts a piece, you know, just, just individual teams. Um, it's kind of an incredible place. Um, and in, and in one game, and this just kind of shows what, what we go and how, you know, to tournaments and what we're looking for and, and kind of how special it ends up being. Um, Jose Fernandez started, um, uh, Francisco Lindor was at second base. Javi Baez was at first base. Daniel Vogelbach was, um, excuse me, Javi Baez second base. Daniel Vogelbach was at first base. Jesse Winker was in the outfield. Uh, Zach Eflin was on the pitching staff. Um, you know, it's like 10 big leaguers and it's like, Hey, we should just roll through these teams. Um, uh, well, we end up facing, uh, Trevor story. Um, and, uh, you know, it was, it was, uh, it was just incredible, um, to see, um, we played the Dallas Patriots that day and it was, you know, they had three or four big leaguers, uh, you know, on the team, couple all-stars and um, you don't know it when they're 17 years old and you look back, you know, now 14 years later and you're like, wow, that was, you know, that was pretty special. And, and stories like that are, you know, ongoing, you know, the Garrett Coles that, that threw in the events and things like that. And then they become you know, Chris Sales, you know, and then they become Cy Young Award winners. Um, you never know it. You can't bet on it. It's, it's such a weird sport. Um, but every so often you look back and you're like, man, this was this was one game, one field at an event um, with all those guys, you know, and I think that's the the incredible part of it. You know, you get Javi Baez chirping with a, with a third baseman from California and nobody really knows it. And he's he's a chippy guy and he's good, you know, whatever. And it ends up being Ty France, you know, who's you know, now they're playing against each other and stuff like that. And back then you just don't know it. It's two two 17 year olds in the playoffs that just want to win. And they're chirping back and forth. The umpires, the umpires all over me about getting Javi under control, their coach about getting Ty under control. I go and look at the lineup, and obviously it sears in your brain. And now, you know, you're getting guys that are pretty significant big leaguers. You were spoiled. I was. You were spoiled. <laughs> that sounds unreal. Was it just that atmosphere? Was it what was that like? Um, I, I Specifically, like the the Fernandez and Lindor team, um, I said then, like, hey, I'm never going to have two guys like that on the same field. Like, it's just incredible. Um, and I mentioned story. Josh Bell was also in the, you know, in the lineup um, for uh, the Dallas Patriots that day. Um, so I I don't even know how to describe it because you just don't know in the moment. You're just trying to win a, you know, win a game and things like that. But um, being spoiled, I think, was is the best. Uh, you know, the, the best word to kind of describe that because there, there's a lot of games you go in throughout the year where, um, you know, you, you see guys competing, you know, and you see you see them playing hard and, and um, you know, not one kid on the field may go to college. They all dream of it, you know, but it's just not a reality. So 
um, it's it's been pretty special. That sounds amazing. I'm jealous. I'm a, I'm a jealous fan of yours right now. That sounds amazing. Um, in some of our informal conversations, you brought up left-handed at-bats. Do you want to touch on that a little bit? Yeah, I think this is just uh, as, as we go through some years um, where we're kind of reaching for college bats at, at times. I think this is a year where it's like, wow, this many college bats could go in the first round. Um, you talked about Weatherholt. You talked about Kurtz. Um, Travis Bazana you know, is, is incredible. Jack Caglianoni, as we mentioned, then you get to like a, a Jacob Cozart who um, metrically was one of the best framers in, in all of college baseball last year and also put up double digit home runs. And uh, from how the fall and, and early spring looked, I mean, he could double that this year and, and move into the top 10 Carson Benj, we already talked about. And then Malcolm Moore out West, um, you know, hit over 300 with 20 plus doubles and, and 15 homers. Um, he was another PG All-American, um, you know, from in, in a sophomore eligible uh, draft. I mean, I, I don't I don't remember a time where it's like that many left handed hitters look like they were going to go in the first round, like stay healthy, boys, have a good spring, play loose, worry about winning. Um, and I think I think all those guys land in the top 30 picks, which is which is incredible, you know, in years like last year where we were kind of searching for college bats. One thousand percent. It is opening weekend, so we'll ask a kind of fun question. If you were to build your ideal team right now, who would you pick? And we can go position by position. So we'll start at first base. Uh, first base, yeah, that's Kurtz. That's easy, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, and if if I went second base, I I'd go uh, I'd go Bazana. Um, I I think those uh, those those guys are tough, you know, out out west, and and have always played tough. So give me give me the tough tough guy for now. Um, if I was going to shortstop, it'd be, it'd be Seaver King out of wake. Um, I think he's, um, the most well-rounded, um, really good chance to stay at shortstop and, and the hit tool is just the hit tool. Um, so you got, you got kind of the, the hit, the, the, the power on the right side of the infield. Then you got the all, you know, kind of all around guy at, at, uh, uh, at shortstop and, and third base, I can't pick anybody else, but Tommy White, who doesn't like that guy? you know, at LSU. So um, that'd be my infield. I'd definitely go with Cozart behind the plate. Um, the outfield's the outfield's tricky. Um, I'd probably go Mike Sirota, um, small school, Northeastern, um, can really hit, maybe the best hit tool in the draft, uh, you know, when it's all said and done. If the power ever comes, you're talking about a significant big leaguer, uh, he'd, he'd be my center fielder. Um, I'd go Braden Montgomery, um, the uh, um guy we talked about is he's, he's actually a switch hitter um plays right field massive massive arm and then in left field it gets i uh, you know i i don't know um i i guess i'd go with uh you know vance honeycutt and just let him uh kind of unleash him put maybe put maybe hit him in front of kurtz and uh let him go wild because if like i said if he gets going it could be it could be pretty silly so yeah so if I was looking at it and then I'd, I'd probably have uh, just me, I'd probably have Hagen Smith on the mound. Um, I thought it was the best slider, you know, in the country when he was like 15 and 16 years old. And then he uh, unfortunately got hurt, but he's back. And now I think it's the best slider in the draft. So I'll go with him on the mound. Catcher. Oh, I missed the catcher. Uh, <laughs> Jake Cozart. I said Jake Cozart would be behind the plate. Yeah. Perfect. Anyone out of the bullpen? Um. My bullpen arm, man, I'd, I'd move Gavin Adams, new kid, at, new kid at Florida State, to the bullpen and let him throw 102 
and uh, see who wants any of it. Uh, I think he's got a chance to start. I think they actually announced that he was starting on like Sunday or something. But we'll go ahead and take him as a, as a bullpen guy and let let Hagen do what he does and just see if they can hit 102 out of the bullpen with Gavin Adams after that. That is a stacked team. Yeah. I don't know who's beating that team. No, if I lose with that, I got to get fired. <laughs> you know? Something's wrong with the world. We need to go buy a lottery ticket or something. That's it's right. not looking good for us. That's um, right. But. Mm-hmm. Opening weekend, any advice you want to give to those guys? I, I think over the years, the best advice I've ever given is like simple advice. If, if you win a championship, if your team does well, you get individual accolades. Make it about the team. Make it about the university. Um, if you can keep it that simple, you're you're the end, the end of the year, you're going to see your stats. You know, and I think so many people have individual goals, which you should. You know, that's that's not a bad thing. Make your individual goals before the before the season starts. Now that we're at opening day, it's about winning games. If the scoreboard's on your side at the end of the day, you go home happy. And I promise you, after 55 games, if if you go home happy more than not, you also raked. You also did well on the mound. You also get the individual accolades. But you're not getting that if the team doesn't do what they have to do. Mm-hmm. When everyone does well, you also do well. Right. Jared Goodwin, perfect game. Thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.